Hey, it's Bartender Dirty, podcast number 59. My name is Vince, and my podcasting partner is Vano. We'll be hearing from him in just a second. Uh, when we start our interview with Brian and Brianna, we interviewed Brian and Brianna back on show number 16, I believe it was. That was quite a while ago, and uh, we had such a good time talking to them. We wanted to talk to them again. They own a bar out in California, and uh, they've been running strong for two years now. And uh, they're great people, and uh, we really love talking to them. So uh, here we go. Vince, Vano. What's, What's happening, Brian? What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Great. How are you? Excellent, man. It's great to talk to you again. It's been too long, too long. Wow, man. I know. Congratulations, guys, on one year, man. It's already been that long. Yeah, Thank can you. you believe it? You were the first interview, right? So first or second? Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm feeling privileged. Oh, yeah, awesome. man. Well, <laughs> well, these yeah, are our friends. Bartending game uh, grows gray hairs, doesn't it, boys? Dog oh, years, boy. man. Dog That's years. That's for sure. <laughs> we, we've been talking about that recently, like uh, weird people you got to deal with in the bar. You know, people on on substances other than alcohol that you got to deal with and it's like man you know i don't i don't know if i signed up for this yeah <laughs> yeah well it's certainly been in the air lately that's for sure yeah uh, right right it's have like you guys had to dynamite. deal with that yeah we've had uh we've had quite a few people that come in and then it's uh you know it gives you funny little boundaries there because some people are sitting there and uh you think they're normal and you're giving them two beers and next thing you know they're falling on the floor and talking themselves and howling at the moon exactly <laughs> you're like what I we're know. just fine i know that's exactly what we were just talking about you know they come in and they, they seem okay but that combination of like one or two beers and whatever they took before makes them nuts yeah i i had to i had to throw this crazy lady out the other day it's like phys- physically remove her you know i think it's the the pills because i've been seeing it more yeah. and more where you, yep. like, you're normal and after the second drink yep. it's uncomfortable you know they're oh, just like yeah. what happened like and they're making no sense and it's just it's creepy and it's like i don't know it's just but i've seen it more and more man yeah and there's really no way to know too yeah. like they'll be completely fine and all of a sudden it's not like they smell or they're like you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. I know. well you got you have bouncers in the bar right um, not really, no. no. Uh, for the most part, I just bounce myself. Yeah. So uh-huh. I'm the owner not hiding in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, we have, uh, it's a, lot we have of a couple guy bartenders, too, so. too. And for the most part, it's, it's most of the time, if there's any kind of, we don't really have too many altercations at our place. But right. for the most part, the locals are the ones that always stand up and kind of get everybody kicked out of there. And, yeah, yeah, I have that, too. A lot A lot of my regulars are retired cops, you know, so I know that they, they have my back if necessary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you got personal, so you got built-in security. <laughs> Has it ever got crazy, guys, where you, you guys got nervous, where you had to act real quick? Uh, yeah, we've had a couple times, but, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, uh, hopefully these things don't happen on a busy night to a point where you got to call the cops in. But usually, I mean, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do, you know, uh, unfortunately yeah. and uh the nights where it's not too busy then i don't have a problem calling the cops in so let's get this dude out of here you know because realistically <clears throat> that's always been my thing uh uh towards like bouncers for instance is that it's i, I feel like it almost uh creates more of a problem right. you know it, it almost instigates one other guy out there looking to fight right you know he's not going to go and knock out a, a, a little girl bartender but he yeah. will maybe get the balls up to go fight a uh, bouncer, you know. So well yeah, said, I agree. Man. I agree Shit. with that. Sometimes it just causes more uh, liquid courage than it's know? worth. Yeah, yeah, liquid courage. It's so true. I mean, and men and women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. women yeah. get crazy too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I've seen much more of a problem with uh, the guy bartenders. It seems like 
when they're trying to throw somebody out, then it's all of a sudden it's like, well, you're another man, so now I'm gonna go ahead and look up on you and see. Uh, <laughs> right, I right. have a problem, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you feel bad. It's that it's that alpha male, you know, and then that whole like. You know, I, I think, Brian, you and I have, even um, Vince, just, you know, to talk logical, talk someone off the ledge. But when you get someone who's uh, wasted and they're, they're acting out of control and, you know, you got to kind of like play like, OK, you're the alpha, whatever. Let's just talk about this. And then you got to just watch their hands. Like in my experience, I worked in crazy places. What do you do if someone just sucker punches you? You know, it's yeah. like you got so much you have to be aware of, man. Yeah, yeah. I, w I went to um, at the Las Vegas show last year, the uh, bar nightclub or bar show. I went to a, a seminar. It was just about security in the bar, you know. And uh, this one guy stood up, and he he was from Canada, and he said, "We have very established rules about how things are done." And because um, there was a lot of talk about, you know, if somebody asks a question, should we put our hands on this person or not, you know? And uh, this guy from Canada, he goes, "What well, we have?" Uh, I, I wish I could remember exactly what he said, but he was like, "You know, th there's three." three steps you know first thing is we're asking you to leave you're not welcome here anymore third step is I'm, i don't want to fight you but i'm going to put my hands on you to uh, and wow. escort you out you know so like three three established rules and it made a lot of sense you know it made a lot of yeah, sense. that's smart yeah. violence is ugly like the yeah. aftermath of seeing like grown men fighting and the carnage afterwards and it can hurt the business people get scared they may not want to go back you know yeah yeah it's like yeah. alcohol it's a whole nother a whole nother story. You see these people that are like so chill and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, all right, they've had a little bit too much whiskey. And it's like, whoa, who are you? Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> you got people that know how to fight today. Like years ago, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, if you had a good knuckle game, you were good with your hands, you knew karate. You got cats that are like, that know like MMA. And it's like, if you got to really be like, like just on point like listen i don't want violence yeah and there's people that you know i, I think that they go out looking for trouble yeah and you know you, and you can see them sometimes when they come in the door just you could just right when they come in the door you're like oh yeah even her or him like she's looking for trouble or yeah. he's looking for trouble yeah. you know yeah even, yeah even girls i've seen it's just no matter what it's just it's crazy people it's oh yeah we're, we're this is an angry time i really believe an angry <laughs> planet that we live in angry times <laughs> it is, it's sad. people are broke people are really struggling they're grinding i mean i i feel i don't know how it is out there but i see it all the time and it's just like i'm just trying to take the edge off as a, as a bartender yeah. you know Yep. Just one, one more thing. We'll change the subject to something more, more fun. But uh, as, as, <laughs> as I understand it, once you ask somebody to leave, yeah. now you can consider them a trespasser. Ooh. So at that point, you, you know, you can call the cops and say, this person's trespassing. I've asked this person to leave. He's not welcome. He's now a trespasser. Yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Right? So that's that's the legalities of the thing. So <clears throat> Yeah. You know, what well, we always say in Vano, we... Um, I had a I had a I had a guy Kent that was working with me for a long time, and uh, we ended up becoming real good friends. And we laugh about it all the time, and we just say, you know, most people that get real worked up like that, they just kind of want their ego stroked. And you just, you go ahead right. and stroke the ego and say, hey, bud, you're a good guy, you know, you're a big guy. That guy doesn't want nothing to do with you. Like, oh, there you go. Then you know, usually most yeah. people, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm a pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll settle down. You know, I like that. The, the build me up buttercup, right? <laughs> So, How's cool. the party bus, man? Uh, the party bus is spectacular. We, um, when you guys emailed me the other day on Super Bowl, I actually <laughs> yeah. had like uh, <laughs> a crazy party bus day. <laughs> a full and, uh, party bus. <laughs> yeah, those trips were getting fun. You know, they're they're fun to start with. 
Um, but then the rides home are the parts that get crazy because it's like, you know, I got 20 people in there and they're all dancing and <laughs> hanging on to the handrails. It was, it's pretty fun, man. They got that bus rocking and, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good service, I think, because it gets people a chance to where, you know, you don't have to feel obligated to drive home if you don't need to. Guys, guys, stand by one second. I just got to yeah. check some tech. Hey, we're cool. I, I got nervous there. It looked like there was something weird with Sabotage. the file, but it's, but it's it's good. It's all recorded. It's there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. So, all right. We're back. So um, you're losing your best uh, bartender, huh, Bri? <laughs> yes. Yes. We. Uh... <laughs> it's so. It's yeah. We got. We got adjustments. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we were happy as could be, man. Um, Congratulations. That's awesome thank news. You. Awesome. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, my shiny moment was when we found out we're having a little boy and not a little right. girl. Oh, so uh, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> happy about that one. <laughs> you have a bouncer in the making. Yeah, <laughs> next generation coming up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're keeping him out of the bar, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've had some people say, oh, you're having a bar baby. I'm like, oh, no, he's yeah. not a bar baby. <laughs> we got one where I work. The chef has a 10-month-old and... Uh, He's in the bar all the time. <laughs> Growing up in the industry, he's, you know? he's about to start walking. So uh, he was crawling into the bar the other night, <laughs> behind the bar, behind the bar. Oh, you're all, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, oh, can't wait till he starts walking. We're gonna need a little uh, fence here or something. Yeah, some type of baby gate. Yep, yeah, but yeah. it's been pretty good though. It's just been kind of an adjustment, but it just the control of like I was able to bartend and see a lot of these other things, you know, throughout a whole shift, and now it's kind of. Um, more of like just going in and out and checking things and mm-hmm. um, definitely a little noticed. less hands on. Yeah, we've definitely noticed a, some change. Of I had a hard time and... prying her out of uh, from behind the bar. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I started yeah. getting in trouble. <laughs> some of that natural bartender starts kicking in, and I'm going, "Hey, get out of there!" <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Help. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine it would be hard to get out from behind the bar for it me. Is. You know, you have to do it yourself. You're going like... to be a tough act to follow, my friend. <laughs> still, man, it's. Yeah, it, it definitely puts pressure on, uh, you know, we've been, um, we have a pretty steady core of um, bartenders that we've had for a little while with us, and um, but then like the new girls, uh, we, we, we wanted to actually hire one new guy and one new girl, and the guys seemed like it was really hard to find a new guy. It is, Oh, really? Man. Huh. So for the new girl that came in, I was going, all right, you got big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I bet. What, huh. do you guys, what do you guys look for? Like I, we, we, we talked about it the first time, but like just for listeners, you know, being the owners and, and the bartenders, like what do you look for and, you know, what do you want and what, what you don't want, you know? Well, honestly, I, <clears throat> I think that's changed for us a little bit yeah. um, over time, you know, um, just seeing different – I think actually going through different employees now we've kind of seen you know it change it changed a little bit of my view anyways I mean honestly now the best thing for me is just I don't I don't want like uh, just immaturity I, yeah. I want mature right mature people mature confident people you know um, mm-hmm. we 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 tend to land a lot of like uh, younger girls coming <laughs> yeah. in you know yeah, fresh yeah. out of school fresh right. out of bartending school uh huh but they don't always they're make the to, best bartenders. That's yeah, and they're I'm, new to just working in general, even in that mm, sense of customer service. So it's teaching them, you know, mm, you have to have that backbone and all of this. And it's kind of, um, it's been tough, man. It's been really tough. For me, the biggest things are honesty, uh, common sense. Is just, yeah. It's a huge <laughs> right. <thing>. There's <laughs> right. so many things in a bar that's like, 
we can't teach you. I, you know, <laughs> right, I, I mean, right. honestly, I, I don't mind. I don't mind showing things. You know, but there does come a point in time where it's kind of like, look, man, you, you know, <laughs> just think about it. Look at the problem here. You could solve this yourself. You know. Yeah. And so common sense is a huge thing for me. Or not getting um, it, just making the same mistake over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, especially people that are new to bartending, we we do get a lot of people that are fresh out of the bartending school, and. Um, I, you know, I love to show people, I love to show people things. I like to show people specifically my way of things. And, um, but it's, it does get to a point sometimes where you're telling the same, you're fixing the same problem over and over and over and you go, come on, man. Right. Actually, I was thinking you guys would probably, you guys are going to probably hate on us this time around because we, <laughs> we got some bartender hate going on. Yeah, right we've had so, a lot <laughs> of mean? issues. Explain, man. Explain. <laughs> we've had a lot of issues with the bartenders and, um, to me, it's like, especially when you're given this opportunity, like I'm going to give you, even if I'm going to start you with two shifts or three shifts, like, and then see how you do. It's like these girls that we're hiring, they're new to bartending, but they're young, you know, like they have the enthusiasm, which is great. But it's like, hey, I need this day off. I need this day off. I need this day off. It's like, you can't come into a place and think that you can just take all these days off, you know, like right. I'm having a hard time getting people that want to want to work almost in a sense, which right now every, it seems like everybody's money's tight, you know, like, why don't you want to work? And right. it just scheduling has been quite a, a difficult thing for me. <laughs> everybody everybody wants to, to work do. before they get the job and then nobody wants to work after. after they get the job. I, I just, I honestly don't get it. I would just do it myself, but yeah, yeah, I know. I know to me, you know, even when scheduling is a tough thing, I've done it. Sucks. Well, I think a big problem for me too me is that, especially with new bartenders, and um, you know, I always I, I like I like new bartenders just in the fact that I feel I, I think we talked about it last time where I was saying I think I could I could kind of like mold them into my system a little bit better. Right. But uh, I I do find with new bartenders that. Uh, they they have this image in their head that it's gonna be like Tom Tom Cruise cocktails, you know. And yeah, you're gonna walk yeah. in, it's gonna be a slam yeah. night every single yeah. night, and you're gonna be uh, learning flair in no time. And it's you a know, party. It's a big party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, it's not all the time. And and every oh. once in a while, when you do get a slow shift, um, you know there there is a lot of there is a lot of bullshit that you got to do, like cleaning bottles and you know keeping yeah. the place spiffy and stuff like that. And yeah. um. You know, the one thing that's like makes me pull my hair out is that, you know, for bartenders, remember that if there's a if there's a slow night and you're and you're still getting paid at least hourly and your tips might kind of suck. But uh, remember, the bar is the one like I, I probably lost money on that particular night, you know. Sure. So I guess I guess I guess, you know, it's just it gets tough sometimes. Um, we had interviewed <laughs> we had interviewed one oh, girl. <laughs> and for any uh, prospective bartenders out there, don't do this. <laughs> but, yeah, please don't. She she had gotten hired and she got hired and fired in the same night because she came <laughs> in. She really impressed us and she really seemed like she knew her shit and she was a pretty girl and she was a yeah. you know, nice, outgoing and, personality um, was there. I mean, we were sold on her. We were totally sold on her. We go, Okay, right. you're you're in. And um come in tomorrow, we'll get all your information, all that kind of stuff. And uh she goes, hey, okay, well, do you mind if I stay and I hang out and, uh, you know, I, I, I check the bar out a little bit, hang out with the bartender, get a couple drinks. I go, yeah. Oh, and then so about, you know, three, four hours pass and uh, it's about left. one o'clock in the morning. We had left already. And <laughs> the bartender on shift calls me and she goes, dude, this girl is a <laughs> nightmare. She's in there like wasted, wasted tipping chairs over. She's oh, crying. Her boyfriend God. came in all jealous. <laughs> And then uh, they ended up. Uh, they ended up. Her and the, her boyfriend got into a fight. 
Oh, and uh, they had to call the cops out and stuff. Oh man! Wow, it's so probably good that that on happened. The interview. That's yes. No, yeah, it's probably good that that happened. That way, you didn't have to deal with her uh, on an ongoing basis. Yes. Just for that one night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's but that's one thing. So we always. So now, when we're interviewing, we're like, it'll be like a test. We're like, so you want to stay and have a drink? And when they say no, we're like. All right. Trick <laughs> uh, question. Are you guys changing your approach now? Like you just break it down for them, like so we like we don't waste each other's time. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I don't want. Exactly. Yep. And this is what we have available. And you might not hear from us in, for like a few weeks, but um, we will be hiring as it gets busy, or it might just be like a fill in. You know, um, we've definitely learned so much in two years just with this um what we're looking for and the area that we live in too it's kind of far for some people to drive and um definitely learned quite a bit yeah yeah i bet well congratulations on being open for two years that's no small thing well, yeah thank no you. thank you we, yeah we've actually had uh, two new bars open up in the same area like recently oh. um so now we have like some more real close to home competition, yeah. um, but it's still all good and we're still going strong. So, Guys, mention play. your bar and location so the people can visit. Yeah, the bar is called the Big Rock Inn and okay. uh, we're in Pinion Hills, California. Definitely. And uh, if you want to see any kind of pictures of the bar, I got an Instagram up at Bemaculate. It's B-E-M-A-C-U-L-A-T-E. <laughs> yeah, I like your Instagram. That's fun. It's yeah, and, um, it's like if you're on your if you, anybody likes to ski or snowboard, it's really close to Wrightwood. Um, oh, really? Which is a big ski resort. People go up there a lot. Mountain High, it's called. Um, it's pretty close to there. And then, of course, if you're on your way to Vegas, Pinion Hills is not far off. So um, people going. Yeah, when you guys there. come out for the uh, convention, man, you gotta stop by. Yeah, but well, they're probably yeah, flying. I'm sure, it. huh? Well, that's true. Yeah. What's I'm what's old. what's the next closest airport? Like, is there an airport that's closer to you, sort of in between? Ontario. Vegas? Yep, Ontario is the closest airport. Ontario? Yeah, it's about 35 minutes away probably. Ontario, yeah. Well, and also Palmdale. Palmdale, Palmdale. will probably be about the same distance. Yeah, Palmdale okay. and Ontario. I would love to check Cause, it out. Because I, I, the other thing, we were we were talking on the break there about the uh, nightclub and bar show. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to swing it because big thing is the flights are real expensive for some reason. Yeah. This year. Yeah. You know, last, last year I got a flight for under 300 and this year it's like six. Because so. they know. Yeah, they, they, they know. know. They know. <laughs> no, I know. I, th- I think there might be some other convention out there at the same time, too, because the hotel I usually like to stay in is pretty much booked up, and uh, their rate, you know, their rates are real high because they're almost bo- they're almost fully booked for that time period. So uh, Yeah. Now, so what's what's your guys' two uh, – Vince and Vanna, what, what do you guys uh, beef with owners about? Like what's your number one thing that you get pissed off at owners and you like to see things change when, you know, you've had situations come up? Well, it's uh, micromanaging is definitely the thing for me you know and, uh, we just talked about that too yeah and if you know if you feel like your every move is being watched it's just you feel strangled you know you can't you can't yeah. you, you feel like you're not yourself you know you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like i you know i the play i the uh i think last time we talked i just started working at that irish pub and um i didn't stay that long because i couldn't stand it the, the man the manager used to be the, uh the bartender so he was promoted to 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 manager um and 
he and he was a super nice guy, but he was a terrible manager. I couldn't <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, and, you know, and it was like everything you did was. I would get a text in the morning, you know, like here I am working until three in the morning. You know, I wake up at uh, ten or eleven or whatever, and I got a text from this guy about something I did wrong the night before. I'm like, dude, I I, I just woke up. I'm not on duty. You know, yeah, like, chill tell out. me, tell me tonight. You know, when I get there, when I get there tonight, you can tell me. Don't don't text me. Yeah. You know, yeah. first thing I got to see when I wake up in the morning that I didn't. You know. Uh, clean the whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> which what drives me crazy is uh first of all is uh accountability is uh you know I, like you talked about before where bartenders they have uh, especially new and i get it i i had the same idea where it was going to be like like a, a backstage rock and roll party after a concert you know I, I get it but the whole thing is like what drives me crazy is where people don't want to pitch in and, and owners just like overlook it. Like, you know, when I get there, I'm rocking and rolling. I'm setting up. I'm breaking down. And some people, they just, they're always taking breaks. They have their phone on them. They're texting. And it's just like, you know, how do you, you know, you know well, how could you hire someone like that? Yeah. And uh, another thing that drives me crazy, sometimes owners, I, where I'm right now is cool because the owner, you know, gets what I'm, what I bring, but I think owners need to have an eye for talent. Meaning that if you have, like, I'm the type of dude, I got your back, just how I am. Like if right. you employ me, I'm, I'm, I'm respectful. I'm honest. I don't steal. Right. And I want to bring a lot to the table. And in return, it's like a 401k. I want you to match that. <laughs> yeah. So if you yes. treat, you, and if you treat me like shit, it's, it's just hurting you because so many, as you know, Bartenders have a bad reputation in business of being thieves. Yeah. The hard, you know, you want someone, like you said, with judgment, that's a lot of responsibility. You own a bar, dude. You want to make sure that you got someone that's going to serve responsible, that's honest, you know, that has your best interest. So yeah. I think owners need to, to recognize that, you know, and someone like you guys that will welcome someone with that passion and you can like train them your way. I mean, that, that's yeah. an opportunity, you know, for, for a bartender who's in the area that can come with that honesty and the strong work ethic. I, I would love to bartend for you guys if I was in the area, you know? Heck yeah, we take you right now. <laughs> we would love to have we you take bartend you right for now. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, too, is cool. you always hear, treat your employees how you want your business to be treated. Yeah. And that is so, right. so true. Um, the other problem with that, that where I was working there for a while, in the absence of a manager or the owner, the, the bartender was the manager, you know? So here I am, you know, getting paid $5 an hour to be the manager, you know? Yeah, I'm making tips yeah. too, but, you know, it's like every void has to go through me, every customer complaint goes through it's me. a lot, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and but then, you know, first of all, if you want me to be a manager, pay me a, a, like a manager right. a, a little bit, you know? I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be big money, but at least, you know not the minimum you're legally allowed to pay me. And it's and like then, a principle too. You know, you trust me with your business. You should. Well, that's the other thing. Like if you're going to, if you're going to call me the manager, treat me like a manager, Empower you me. know, have, you know, let's have meetings. And, uh, I always said, you know, you should have a logbook here. So like if something weird happens, I write down what happens and we can talk about it tomorrow. You know, I, I write down what happened. But just, you know, if, if you're going to call me the manager, treat me like a manager, you know? Yeah. So, but that, that's, they didn't do that either. So log, was, lo, I think logbooks are an awesome thing for bars because it eliminates a lot of that, like, he said, she said shit. And when people are uh, the gossip too, you know, when it's like, okay, uh, look, I put my name on it. I put a stamp here. Um, you know, maybe the, maybe the day people could do this different or maybe the management could do this different or whatever. Then... I feel like that eliminates a lot of the gossip where it's like, well, you know, because people yeah. don't always want to come forward with it. But when you right. openly uh, invite people to like, you know, give me your views and what you think, then I 
I think right. it makes things go a little bit smoother. Exactly. Not to, not to mention it's a legal document that can be used, you know, if mm-hmm. there's if there's a, if there's a fight or whatever, you know, this this is something that could be used in court or otherwise. So it's it, it's a great thing and you know, you can write down what exactly what you think could be improved. You know, I I can't tell you, working in my other um working in my other field, um the man, the like you didn't want to even barely say hello to her because, you know, anything you said would, you know, she'd fly off the handle. So it's like, you might, it, we never had staff meetings. So it's like, you, you you wouldn't, you had ideas of how to make things better, but you didn't feel comfortable going to her, you know? So, yeah. you know, so, um, I mean, that's just a bad management style to begin with, but a logbook can help with that. And, uh, I've, I've honestly, I can't think of anywhere i've ever worked that had one <laughs> no. that's, that's funny that we say that too because we started that a while a while back we have like a bartender book in the back and it's just like a um like yeah exactly a log book and it's just for the bartenders and the owner you know so we're all constantly writing hey i had a problem with this guy or this card or whatever the situation may be if we could try to put the buckets over here or you know yeah. and that's been such a huge um help because not everybody sees everybody you know from shift right. to shift so right. it's like well I didn't know or we're low on this or um it's been so nice so that's definitely something if anybody bartender out there suggest it where you work because it was it helps it helps a lot um like like Brianna was saying it helps a lot with uh Customers that are coming in, they're unruly or uh, they're yeah. you know, the troublemakers or they're the, you know, the pill people that like to take pills before <laughs> yep. they come Watch in. Watch out for this it guy. Alerts, you know, it'll yeah. alert the other bartenders exactly. so that you already have an eye specifically on that person, you know, and uh, that helps a lot. Or it, it could even be with, it uh, can help avoiding conflicts, it, you know. It can help with the good stuff too, you know. You'd be like, hey, you know, Joe came in with three friends last night and they spent like $150. It's yes. a great great night, you know. Next time Joe yeah. comes in, you know, treat him like king you know yeah and, exactly. and remember his name and remember his name i read about some place that used to the manager used to quiz people on the regulars names before <laughs> she, before shift started wow that's that's actually pretty cool it's <laughs> a, a, a little hardcore for me but great about <laughs> you would be good uh, we have just so many regulars too yeah. i'm horrible with names yeah, I, I just he say, hey, guy, yeah yeah <laughs> i you know i was bad at it too but i'm i'm getting better because where i work now is it's so many regulars and everybody calls everybody by name and it's like you can't you can't avoid it and the and the the uh the owner manager she knows 95% of the people that walk in the bar, she knows them by first yeah. name. And it's, so- and it's great, you know. So I, I really had to up my game with that. I start, And I started my own log, log book, you know. Yeah. I started writing down the names just for myself, um, just to have that, that visual cue, you know, or to, to have something to refer to so I could remember because it's so important. I, I can work. remember their drink, but I can't remember I their name. That. <laughs> by their drink. That's how I learned all their names was by their drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, it took me a while a couple times, but I'm like, I know you drink that, so... You could use like you like you learned in bartending school about the uh, you know using acronyms. the acronyms. Yeah. You know you can maybe do the same thing with names, <laughs> name and what they drink. Yeah, yeah. like I, there's a uh, there's a where I used to work. There was a cop who did security, and like he would drink. You know, I would hook him up, and he would drink amaretto orange juice. I don't even know his name. Yeah. I know him, I know him for five years, and I don't I don't even know how to like just to say it. So I just say hey, amaretto orange juice. <laughs> you call him like, that. yeah, man. You know? Call him heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, right. Hey, it's Vince here. We had such a great time talking to Brian and Brianna. I think I'm going to split this up into two episodes. So to hear the rest of this interview, you'll have to tune in or download whatever you want to call it next week. 
In the meantime, you can go to our website, bartenderjourney.weebly.com, and you can listen to the episode there. You can uh, see some show notes, and you can also find our tip cup there to help support our show. Please help support our show. We want to keep doing this, keep it going, and we need your help. So uh, you can, through PayPal, you can leave us a tip to keep the show going. We'd really appreciate your help. And you can also get a hold of me at vince.bartender at gmail.com or on Twitter at barkeeptips. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Cheers.